Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Spill It. Spill It is a show where I get to talk to people from all different kinds of walks of life, all different kinds of walks of life. That's a tongue twister in half, isn't it? I get to speak to people from all different walks of life who want to come on the show and talk about anything that they feel passionate for. It could be a hobby, a TV show. It could be something that they want to raise awareness to. Whatever it is, this is a show where we get to bring everybody in the community together to share our stories, to follow the three principles that what uh, that we stand for, which is to connect, inspire, and learn. My name is Marcus, and I will be your host for the evening. That's correct. I will be your host for the evening. So once again, guys, welcome to Spill It. We have comments rolling in already. We have Scott, our regular Scott. There he is. First here, eh? There you go. No, you're not, Scott, because there are others watching. Like Linda. Linda says morning, even though it's a de- even though it's an evening. Morning, Linda. I hope you're okay. And Emmy, there you go. That is the correct time of day, Emmy. Good evening. There you go. Welcome, guys. It's amazing. We've got another amazing and epic, epic episode for you. Today, we are doing episode 16, To See a World in a Grain of Sand. Ten points for the person who can comment saying where that quote has come from and who wrote that quote. There you go. Who is the author of that quote? And an additional ten points if you can complete the rest of the quote. Because it's not a quote, it's a poem. There's a hint for you. (laughs) But yes, welcome, guys. My name is Marcus, as I said earlier. Right, let's spread a little positivity. But before we do that, Scott has written Harry Potter. No, no, it's not Harry Potter. Was it on Harry Potter, though? I'm looking over here like there's somebody there. There's nobody there. It's just me. Um, But no, I don't think it was on Harry Potter. I don't think it was. Uh, It keeps freezing, Marcus. Well, well, Linda, that is your fault. You need better internet connection. (laughs) Uh, But hopefully it gets sorted for you, Linda, hopefully, because this is going to be a really, 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 really good episode for you to watch. Scott has also confirmed that it's fine by his end. There you go. Sorted. Right. So here it is. It's special announcement time. So uh, as most of you saw on Facebook today, I, I, Mr. Marcus, got a glass award. I, I, I'm so impressed with this. So there you go. So a little bit of a close-up. If you can see it, it says Change, Ange, Change Agent Award for my, my, Mr. Marcus. It doesn't say Mr. Marcus. I call myself Mr. Marcus. But there you go. I got an award from work, which was essentially for being an advocate about mental health, um, starting up a fabulous Wellness Wednesday program at work where I set people tasks to complete throughout the day. Things like, uh, it could be just something really, really easy, like throw a piece of paper 
in a bin, but do it creatively and things like that. And it's just all about thinking of things outside of the box, thinking of ways to, you know, take your mind away from work, but to have a little bit of fun and to bring a team effort together. And that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I'll continue to do every single week, every single Wednesday. I have made sure it continues well. And obviously every single uh, Wednesday, I get in touch with different members of the team because we all work, We, for those that don't know, we work in the field. So we don't necessarily speak to each other all the time. So one of the things that I wanted to do was make sure that I speak to people on an individual basis, people who I wouldn't necessarily speak to as well. And I just do a quick check-in with them and just make sure that they're all right, just to spread a little bit of positivity, really. Um, so there you go. Emmy, can I get a shout-out for my hairdresser, Emma? She's been secretly stalking you through lockdown and choosing to dance at and spill it every week. Well, Emma, welcome to Spill It. I hope you're watching tonight. But yes, um, this is a shout-out for Emma. I'm, I'm assuming this is Dilemmas. I love the name, by the way. But uh, yes, big shout out to you, Emma. Thank you so much for tuning in and stalking me through lockdown. I really do appreciate that. Uh, but there you go. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in for Dance X and for Spill It. Um, all I'm wanting to do, guys, is just spread a little positivity. That's all. So I really do appreciate that. Uh, we have also had another comment come through. Linda is saying proud of you. Emmy is giving loads of love hearts. Scott, it's a well thought of uh, it's a well thought of day in work. Well, you might need to re re rephrase that, Scott. I have no idea what English you're speaking, but I know that you speak funny English anyway because you're Welsh. <laughs> uh, so, Scott, milking cows in the field all day today. I headed sheep. Again, Scott, you and your Welsh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't really know. <laughs> Might have to get a translator on the show, ladies and gentlemen. But there you go. Right, so keep those comments and questions rolling through all the way through this episode. It's going to be a very, 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 very good episode. As I said before, this is episode 16. This is To See a World in a Grain of Sand. Luke joins us at 7.15pm. So in eight minutes' time, quick maths there, quick maths. So Luke joins us at 7.15pm in eight minutes, and he will be talking about everything that he does, the things that he's training up, uh, training for uh, towards at the moment, things like wilderness therapy, things like uh, the dangers of social media with regards to mental health and mental image. We touched on that actually last week when uh, Reese was on the show, and we were talking about body image and body confidence. And actually, Scott, who is watching tonight, he um, raised up uh, raised a very, very good point about people who like looking at images on uh, on social media and how they can actually play towards your mental health and things like that so yes we'll be also touching on that and obviously luke's journey while uh, he was traveling and he was actually doing a blog or a vlog uh, so we're going to be touching on that as well it's going to be absolutely epic so make sure that you hit that share button it is there to use to press and to share some love because we all love to share the love yeah there we go right guys it is that time let's do some weather Feeling hot, hot, hot. Okay, very, very quickly, guys. Let me know what the weather is like where you are, if you can see it. Because right now, for me, it's pitch black. I cannot tell what the weather is. 
It's definitely not sunshine because there is no, there is basically black outside. So it's definitely nighttime. But is it raining? I don't know. And is it overcast? I don't know. Maybe somebody who lives in Preston can also tell me what the weather is like because I have no idea. But all you have to do is drop a comment and let me know exactly where you're watching from and what the weather is like. Uh, we have got Scott. It is wet and dark. It is. I mean, we're in the UK. It is, you know, that time of year, Scott, where I think everyone in the UK is uh, it's going to be dark. And then he also puts, again, wet and dark because spelling. <laughs> um, Emmy, it's more than a little bit shit. There you go. It's more than a little bit shit out there. So, uh, so keep those comments rolling in. Let me know exactly where you're watching from and what the weather is like. I really do appreciate that. That's right. It is competition time. So nice and easy because we are just about to quarter past, which means that Luke is just preparing to come on stage. I can see him patiently waiting, going, oh, my God, I'm nearly on. It's nearly my time. How's my hair? Um, so <laughs> uh, we are just about to do the competition time. So competition time. All you have to do to enter this competition, the winner will be announced on Halloween night because later on in the show you'll, you'll find out more about this. But I have got a Halloween episode, a Halloween special coming up. And the winner of this competition will be announced on Halloween night. All you have to do to enter this competition, if you want to win Spill It, merch spill it merchandise and other Spill It stuff, I can do spirit, spirit, spill, spirit, I was about to say. That's incorrect. But I can do Spill It face masks. I can do Spill It whatever, really. Anything that you want, I will, I'm going to create a Halloween hamper for the person who carves the best pumpkin. You can get bonus points, by the way, if you do, like, the Spill It logo in a pumpkin. Like, I, I will automatically give you, like, a prize for that. Um, but all you need to do is uh, carve the best pumpkin throughout October and send me a photo with it. And on, on the Halloween episode, I will be going through them all and selecting a winner. We'll also get the guests who are going to be appearing on the Halloween episode, and we will get them to vote on what they think is the best one as well. And the winner will be announced... And they will win a Halloween hamper from me, free of charge. And all you have to do is make sure that you've liked the Spill It page, obviously, because, you know, share the love. Um, and you need to carve the best pumpkin. Bonus points, and you'll get a free prize, obviously, a smaller prize, if you do a Spill It logo in a pumpkin. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That's well fair. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Right. It is that time. So, please... Can you give loads of emojis, loads of these, loads of these clapping emojis, loads of yays, loads of thumbs up, loads of love hearts, all of that lot, because, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure and privilege to bring, bring on my good friend, Luke. Hello. Hi, Luke. Hi, Luke. You Hi. okay? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on here, man. My yeah, pleasure. no worries. No worries at all. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, it's going to be an absolutely amazing episode. I've been looking forward to seeing this. Like doing, seeing this, I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> I've been looking forward to doing this episode with you for so long. I mean, we talked about doing this episode before Spill It was even a thing. Um, I told you about an idea that I had like loads and loads of months ago. Loads and loads of months ago. Uh, it was an idea, and I was like, if I go forward with this, I 100% want you on the show. 
Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. It's gonna be good. I can't wait. Uh, so, um, how are you? What have you been up to? I'm good, man. Um, today, actually, I know we're going on to wilderness therapy soon, but I've just been in the woods today. Um, just kind of using some of the things that I learned during the training. Um, because there is, you've got the therapeutic side, which we'll go into, of course, but you've also got the, the <laughs> Jay Scott, we've also got the bushcraft element of it. Uh, and it's the combination of the two that are so powerful. So bushcraft was new to me, um, big, in, big into the outdoors. And I was just interested in kind of just stripping things back and just getting back to the roots and where we're all from, you know, originally all our ancestors and things. And so today I've just been looking at kind of different trees and what they are, what they can offer us, what you can eat, what you can't eat, what we can use as firewood, what we can build with. So yeah, I've had a good day today and it was all part of the course and the portfolio and my learning journey. So yeah, I've had so much fun. Perfect. That's so cool. So cool. And I'm sure obviously you're going to go into detail about that, uh, about obviously wilderness, wilderness therapy and all of that lot very very shortly um are you ready for a bit of a grilling though oh, don't know mate we'll, uh, we'll do it <laughs> <laughs> well uh the uh the question on everybody's lips is who is luke oh it's a tough one mate <laughs> um yeah i'm luke i'm 28 years young um i'm from manchester uh, i've lived in some different cities for university and things and i've, I've lived abroad uh, australia and thailand and i've done a lot of traveling um which i'm sure we'll talk about and yeah i mean the best way to describe who i am i guess is things that are important to me and some of them things include um helping people first of all this is why i'm on the journey that i'm on is i want to help people as much as possible and and i'm doing that now which is great uh, other things that are important to me are you know jujitsu love jujitsu it's been amazing for my mental health and I'd recommend anyone that has been interested at the start. It's therapy in its own right, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, what else have I got here? I did write some notes. Yeah, I'm a trainee wilderness therapist. So, yeah, it's very new. And I guess that's who I am now. I'm Luke, and I'm a trainee wilderness therapist. That's me. Nice one. Nice one. Um, so, obviously, Luke, as the trainee wilderness therapist, um, that's obviously who you are now. Mm -hmm. um, who was Luke? What what put you on this path, this journey? I don't think I would have liked Luke back in the day. Uh, he has been on somewhat of a journey, but there's a couple of couple of instances uh, in my life that really kind of made me go inwards and really start to think. Um, and during university, that's where I was studying psychology. That's where I kind of fell in love with that. And I always knew that I wanted to go into that as a career. Um, while I was at university, I actually lost my dad at the age of 21. So that was tough. That was difficult. Uh, yeah. But a lot. And I kind of started to put things together. I was on somewhat of a spiritual journey anyway, um, learning about Buddhism at university and things like that. And I can honestly say that that thing, the, the likes of Buddhism and, and spirituality and just connecting and, and all that stuff is what got me through losing my dad. And I feel that I'm at a point now where I can give back and to help people that have been through similar situations and have similar stories. Yeah, um, yeah that was the kind of turning point for me, I think. Um, but I fell out of university into a pretty cool marketing job. I was working for Beats by Dre Headphones. doing oh, wow. similar, Yeah, doing similar to the stuff to what you do now. You know, I was in the field. I was managing the fields and things. And it was great. I climbed, I climbed that ladder. Um, did really well. And something just didn't sit right with me. I still wasn't, I thought I had it, you know, I had the car, I had the money coming in, something that I'd never really had. And something was still missing. And I couldn't mm -hmm. figure out what it 
it was. And so I quit that job, quit that career and decided to go traveling to find myself, as it were. Um, I didn't, you know. Um, but yeah, I got away, did a bit of traveling. That's when I kind of lived in Australia. And then, yeah, I came back and that's where we met Marcus because I actually joined the Huawei team uh, and I did that for another year. And it was great, man. I had a lot of fun working with yourselves and the, and the other team and the rest of the team. And no, it's, it's fun, man. It, it was a good career. You know, I even got a promotion during that time. And I still had that niggling feeling that, that something just didn't sit right. Yeah. And so it was a difficult decision to make. But Christmas just gone. Uh, quit the job and decided to go traveling again. I don't know what I'm running away from. Um, but yeah, I quit the job and I went traveling and I ended up living in Thailand for a bit. And you know what, unfortunately, forced me home, forced my hand. Um, but, you know, I always planned on coming back from traveling Thailand uh, and Southeast Asia and, and getting onto this kind of therapy journey. Mm -hmm. And so this was it. I was actually going to go to uni and start uni in September uh, again to, to go back and do counseling. And just with everything that's happening, I got emails and we try to like say how the course was going to be structured, and it just didn't feel right. So I decided to pull out of that course. And I know we're going to talk about social media and the dangers of it. And I don't really want to scare people or scare myself for that matter, because social media is great; it can be used for so much. And it's well, I mean, look at Spill It. So Spill It's on a social media platform, and obviously, I don't want to start preaching to everybody stop using social media and obviously this is like live do you know what i mean this is live via social media and like, that's the last thing i want because obviously we want this to succeed um but yeah so it's it's more about being aware um, of awareness, social media absolutely everything and i think a lot of people are becoming aware you know there's documentaries on netflix at the moment that are highlighting the 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 dark side of social media, I guess. But I think personally, it's just about changing our relationship with technology and with social media and using it like like yourself. You're using it for really good purposes to connect and inspire rather than letting it use you, rather than it for just be for some marketers to sell your products and just keep you dragged in and sucked in on your feed and keep throwing all that stuff at you. But that said, I do have to say that the course that I'm currently on, it was found through the algorithm. Because, of course, okay. the algorithms know uh, they know us better than we know ourselves, I think. Yeah. Uh, searching kind of therapy courses, buying therapy books, just whatever. And also, it knows my interest in the outdoors. So it knows I've been looking at wild camping gear on, online. So it recommends all that kind of stuff. And it must have just found this course and said, this is perfect for you. And it was yeah. this outdoor therapy course. And what's, sorry, you're going to say? Uh, I think so, so Scott um Scott who watches the show every week um so he he knows about the algorithm because in his previous role he talks about uh, he talks it to me all the time so in his previous role it was all dealing with um the algorithm and, and things like that and he talks about the fact that there are so many things that that you get put into categories and all that like it was it just absolutely blew my mind when he was talking about it um, so yeah, you know the, the algorithm is there, and obviously every, every single device that we use, whether that be laptops or phones or tablets or whatever, they're all looking at data. We are data. We are a number, if you will, and it puts us in those categories and, and all of that lot. Um, when you were so talking about, because Scott's put a, a comment here, um, I'm at the I'm at this point with something's missing. Uh, I think lockdown has shown me that, and I think mm -hmm. a lot of people may be thinking or feeling 
like something is missing from from their life or something that they, they feel like they want to change something. Just describe that feeling of obviously you were in that position um previously where you know you just felt like something wasn't right, something wasn't sitting right. Describe that feeling, obviously come to terms with that feeling. How did that how was it? It just feels like um, an imbalance, really. I can honestly say that I was depressed, and it was nothing to do specifically with the job role itself or the people I was working with. I think what it was for me is that the job of selling and marketing a product um, as high profile as a mobile phone, as great as they are, I do think we have lost touch to our reality because of technology. And I find that my, my core values and my core beliefs just didn't align with what I was doing. And as soon as I've come out of that, I'm now a support worker, so I'm working in mental health of autistic adults. And as I said to you before the show, my my product now was a phone. It's now it's now a bundle of energy, and it's a yeah. real living human being that I can I can impact and make sure they have good days and get them out of the bad days. And I just find that aligns with my core values. And you know, you do it in your basic life coaching courses. This is the main thing that we need to do: is align our core values with what we're doing. Um, but with the sense of something missing, I'd probably like to go into wilderness therapy now because this is where this is where we can use nature and we can use the wilderness to as a mirror almost. So you get out there, you're interacting with it, and you're doing certain kind of rituals and traditions that a lot of Native American and Scandinavian indigenous people would have done because they were so mm-hmm. and so in tune with nature. And let's not forget that we are nature; we are part of it. And we're not separate from it. And we forget this. You know, we'll look at we'll look at a beautiful view and go, oh, wow, that's stunning that over there. But no, you are part of that. You're you're looking at that. You're bringing it into existence through this thing we call consciousness. Uh, and it's important that we do remember that we are connected to it. And when you do that and you get in the woods and you're away from the big cities, you're away from your technology. There's certain things you can do. You can you know, one of the activities that we did as an example was create a timeline using our environment. So I cleared the forest floor, got some sticks and some kind of flora and fauna and whatever I could see around that looked pretty or, or looked quite, um, just looked interesting. And I decided to make this, well, this timeline of my story of my my past. So obviously losing my dad was in there. My different careers were in there. My university, how I felt during all that. And it was all there and it was all visualized for me to see. So I was using it as a mirror to look inside of myself, my soul, if you will, uh, or your mind. And, you know, when, when you can when you're feeling a little bit lost, you just need to go out there and just try and listen for that. Um, the Native Americans call it Wankuntanka. And Wankuntanka is the great divine or spirit or if you're not religious, just the great mystery. And when you get out there and you sit in silence, you start to um, and use these activities, you start to really communicate with it. And essentially communicating with yourself, you, you're becoming your, your own therapist, as it were. And, you know, we can sit in a consultation room and do therapy. And I do, I'm a, I'm a big believer of talking therapy. This just gets us back to where we're, what we're a part of, where we all started. And, you know, you'll know, you'll, there's a good documentary again on Netflix with David Attenborough. And there's a real big drive now to protecting that wilderness and to remembering who we actually are and that we belong to it. And this whole course has just brought the Native American and Scandinavian traditions to together with the theory with with legit psychological theory and it's such a powerful powerful combination uh it will bring doing these kind of activities like the timeline for example it brings about a real self-awareness 
Um, something that we can't get looking at that screen. This screen is telling us who we should be. Whereas if you put it down and get in the woods, you'll realize who you are, I guess. And it might sound a little bit cheesy, but the, what I love about these types of courses is that you're not just a bystander. You're actually going through the process that you will be facilitating in the future. So I know the rest of the guys, my little tribe, um, they all felt the same, that they're not the same person that they were when they started. And it was it was truly powerful. I've done, you know, done loads of retreats, loads of meditation retreats, plant medicine retreats, and they're all really powerful. And this is just as powerful as that. Um, but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I, I encourage anyone that, that feels like they're missing something or they're just a little bit lost to to either reach out to someone like myself or take yourself into the woods and just start exploring and learning about your environment. I think um, one of the things that you touched on then um, was how our devices, if you will, when we're scrolling through, they tell us who we or who they want us to be, um, if you will, versus obviously going into the woods and actually finding yourself. And I think obviously we, we, we talked about it briefly as well, where obviously the, the algorithm pushes things out to us and things like that. And actually, yeah, like so from a marketing perspective, you scroll through and, you know, you things resonate with you because it's pushed to you to make you feel some type of way. So, for example, looking at marketing, there's, for instance, the color red. So the color red, when it comes to food, uh, sorry, the color red, we associate with food because we associate red with, like, apples and tomatoes and, and our natural food, if you will. We look at it as red, which is why a lot of the uh, big fast food chains use red um, within their logos, like McDonald's and Burger King and Pizza Hut and KFC. They all use red. So we associate red with food. Um, and obviously when you start seeing that, it makes you hungry. So therefore you you want to go, you, you feel like, so yeah, these these ads, these, uh, you know, when you're scrolling through, it's pushing out those feelings and those thoughts and making us feel some type of way. And yeah. what you're saying is, is that when you go out in the woods, you're forced to then confront who you are and you discover who who you are supposed to be and pulling back all those layers because you've got nobody there telling you who you're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing with timeline is you don't just look at you, you look at your past or if that's too difficult with a client maybe you'll get to where they are now and that timeline then extends into the future who do you want to be do you want to be in these boxes that we're getting put in or do you want to create your own story and be the the author of your own story i guess absolutely love that and one of the things that you said as well with obviously you you are you do believe that um you know you, you do believe in like the talking therapy um, and obviously now you've got the, the wilderness therapy. What made you pursue wilderness therapy? I know obviously you said that it was actually a, like the, the algorithm that pushed it towards you. But what was it that, about wilderness therapy over every other therapy? Because there are th tons of different therapies out there. Yeah. What was it about wilderness therapy that you thought, this one, this is the one that I want to pursue? I think like everyone during lockdown, I was getting outside a lot. I've always been into the outdoors. Um, but yeah, I was getting into the outside and that's an interesting fact. Um, so yeah, I was getting in outdoors and I've just, I converted a van, a little camper van that I built myself. So I've been, I've been getting about in that and exploring. You're going to get Scott commenting now. He's got, he's, he's, uh, got he's yeah, he's built, he's building a camper van at the moment. He's going to be talking about that shortly in the comments. Keep an eye yeah, out for that. Well, it is. And I've recently explored Wales and I've been to Snowdonia and just to be able to, to get outside and, I think I've just I've just created I guess I've built a relationship up with nature again 
And, you know, it's something that, that got severed as I was growing up and I started pursuing some materialistic things and careers and life happens, doesn't it? And, and it, it severs our connection to nature. And, you know, let's not forget that that's what we are. And so I felt in myself a transformation. And when it when, when the advert popped up, I was umming and ahhing because I hate being told what to, you know, what to buy and things. And I was umming and ahhing and I sent it to some friends and they were like, this is you, man. Like, this is totally you. Hey up, Harry, mate. <laughs> Good mate of mine from college. Um, yeah, so it kind of oh, it threw me off there. But they were all the same. Uh, so the camper van, and obviously, you like, yeah. back up with nature. And yeah, I, that's I, the one. I went through a transformation myself of spending a lot of time on my own when I was abroad, traveling and, and doing some, some natural parks over in Asia and Malaysia and things like that. And being able to to have that relationship again with nature, I've, I've felt it in myself and I want to inspire other people and I want to help other people learn how to use nature um, and to use some of the most basic bloody things in the world as a tool uh, for personal growth, personal development, and and just to get back in touch with themselves and, and understand who they are, the, where they're going, and, and what their world looks like, and, and maybe just just be better. You know, just I just want everyone to be good, man, promoting well-being. Like yourself, man, you're a big mental health advocate, and I'm, yeah. I'm back that so much. It's um yeah, it's about being a better version of yourself. When you always think to yourself, um, you know, I, I am the best that I can be right now. And there's always something more that you can do. And I suppose, like from my perspective, helping others achieve their status, their state of mind and, and helping build other people. Can I can I give you the the um let's call I don't know what you, a mission statement of the company I'm training with. Yeah, sure. You said, man, it's it's to reawaken human potential, and I think that's super powerful. And it's definitely what you've just touched on there. We're we're capable of so much, and you know, a lot of people don't need this kind of stuff, and and they're naturally quite quite good at navigating life, let's say. Um, but some people just need a little bit of guidance, and and I kind of guess that's what I, I want to do. I want to be their their guide into themselves. Yeah, and definitely. Um, if, for instance, somebody is currently in that state of mind that they feel like something is missing and they're not really sure what that is they want to do something more they don't want to work for like the corporation if you will and they wanted to do something different what advice would you give to that individual um well i guess what it started for me was when when i quit my job <laughs> um i decided to do a bit of a video and put it on youtube i almost signed a social contract to everyone around me and I'll say, look, if you see me falling back into a marketing job, I want you to come and sort me out. Uh, and I think what it was for me, my idea at that point was to travel and just to have some time for myself, but also to do what I loved the most, which was create, which is where the blog comes in. I do loads of videos on YouTube. It's just me dicking around really, just being a bit of an idiot. Um, but I, I like creating, man, I love creating. And so I wanted, and I love jujitsu. And the whole plan was to go around Asia and training loads of gyms and things like that. So it all started by by doing what I love. And you know, I'm you know, you don't get paid for this. You just got to do it because you love doing it. And you know, all these super entrepreneurs and and kind of mindset growth coaches will say, do what you love, continue doing it, and you'll you'll end up monetizing it. And I'm hoping I can make a living out of it. <laughs> um, but if not, I, I can just do what I love the most. And I think just just try and get in touch with yourself. Know what your core value is and your core beliefs. Um, and I keep asking these questions, you know, and one of the, we, we actually had a, a psychotherapist on the course of us 
Uh, she's watching hello. But she says her mantra is, what's important to me? And I'm going to borrow that off her because I think that's important, man. Just keep checking in yourself. What's important? What's important? And I'd just say baby steps. Um, someone also said to me once, if you jump, you know, it's quite a scary thing, you know, because it looks quite high. Um, but if you jump, the universe will catch you. You will be caught in a net somewhere and you won't even know where it's come from. But it will just work out. And it's just having that that faith. Uh, I'm not religious, the thing. I'm not religious at all. I take interest in religion and I'm interested in all the different um, theology and things like that. But I do have faith and I think that's that's what you've got to have to make to take that first step. And it is baby steps, you know, you can't you can't get up and start running. You've just gotta you just gotta go. <laughs> so just do it. As Nike would say, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um so with regards to wilderness therapy, in a nutshell, if for instance, like so people who don't have any idea of what it is, what would you say in layman's terms what wilderness therapy is, why people should invest not invest like pay money but invest their time into researching it um what what is all of that uh, it's yeah for me it's a combination of the ancient not ancient but indigenous kind of traditions um of your scandinavia and your native america and all the indigenous people across the world and it includes bushcraft because i think that's very bushcrafty it's survival it's creating fire i mean i've made a fire from a piece of flint and steel and I felt brilliant, man. I felt awesome. <laughs> you know what my ancestors would do. And so it's using these bushcraft activities to to identify in, in clients, young children or adults, to identify what maybe they lacked during their development. So we did a lot of theory of, child, of, of development and we did theory of trauma and attachment. And it's about identifying that in the individuals using these activities, but then at the same time using the rituals and the activities to actually to actually connect them dots, to connect the neural pathways uh, of what should have been connected a long time ago. And yeah, it, it's basically just, well, not basically, but it's, it's psychological theory combined with these native indigenous traditions. And I just think it's such a powerful, powerful combination and a powerful tool. I hope that was well, clear enough, like it was a bit rambly, but. It was definitely clear. It was, it was definitely clear to me, and I'm sure that if it wasn't clear to anybody in the audience, they will comment and they will say that it wasn't clear. Please, can you explain about it? <laughs> um, so, with regards to who Luke is, what's next for for Luke? Um, so, the next six months, I'll be building my portfolio of bushcraft activities. So, I'll be out there, and you'll you'll see it on my YouTube because I like to document stuff. So. I'll be I'll be building fires, building shelters. I'll be doing some wild camping, setting up tarps. I, I want to go bare minimal, man. I want to just sleep under a bloody tarp. <laughs> See what that's like. So I've got a bit of um, a goal next year. Where I, I want to get to the Scottish Highlands and literally practice everything that I've been learning this year. Um, so the next six months is going to be uh, about me completing this portfolio. Um, we then meet back up with the tribe and we have another week of training. Uh, and then I'm good to go, man. I'll, in this portfolio, I'll be designing programs. We'll have case studies and, you know, interventions and things that we can use. And that's just my, that's my focus for the next six months, really, is to is to keep developing um, this this skill and these therapeutic therapeutic approaches. And um, what's great about this is that you guys, I'm not an actual therapist yet, 
but I can be a, a wilderness therapist and I can start the programs while I, while I am then training to become the counsellor and a therapist in the long run. So I'm just going to start picking up these little niche kind of tools um, for my armoury of healing, let's say. And yeah, it's, 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 it's scary, man, but you know, there's no roadmap for this. And I'm just kind of winging it and, and going with the flow. From knowing you, I know that you're going to absolutely smash this because with you've needed to find something that just resonates with you that you can get passionate about. And I can already tell from speaking to you on multiple occasions and everything that this is something you are very, very passionate about. And obviously it, it aligns with your beliefs. And I think that one of the things that we need to do within our everyday lives, we need to find something that resonates with us, that aligns to our values. The moment that you start feeling in inverted commas, work-related stress, or you find that you are suffering from depression and things and things like that, it's because there is something that's happened that has dis like it's not aligned with your core values. It's not aligned with what you believe is right. And obviously, unfortunately, we find ourselves in 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 a working life, if you will, where we do have a lot of people that are working for a company or doing things that do not add value to their lives and they are not aligned with their core values so you know you've got to find what works for you and you've got to find something before mate and i think it's the key to everything it's it's just awareness self-awareness and yes. this is something that you can get out of wilderness therapy it's like it's like it's like for instance i mean with me like i do this this is in my spare time. I don't make any money from this whatsoever, but I enjoy doing this. And this is why I get really, really passionate about doing something like this because I'm connecting people. I'm, you know, hopefully with the episodes, people find them inspiring and also people are learning. Um, and they are my three values, you know, connecting people, inspiring each other and learning something. And because of those three values that I hold dear, I am able to form Spill It. And spill it is just taking over to a point where it doesn't actually matter what I do for a day job because spill it is something that I am passionate about. Same with my dance class. I do things that are outside of work that just align with my core values. And that's why I can work and work and work. And I can do working Monday to Friday, nine till five or nine till six in my case. Um, and then also fill up my evenings by doing spill it, by doing my dancing and all that lot. And it doesn't bother me. Because you don't feel like it's work. Yes. Because I'm doing something that, that, that has aligned with my core values. There's a, there's a guy I listened to, Alan Watts, who's passed away now, but he says when you realise, um, you know, you stop calling it work and realise that it's play. Because that's all it is, man. You're just playing around and having fun. Yeah. And this is what um, we right? Definitely. So you were talking uh you you quickly touched on um when you obviously were talking about the future of luke and, and where you're heading and things like that you talked about your youtube and your blog vlog if you will and mm. and obviously you went traveling uh, as you said earlier talk to us about that experience traveling about the blog about what you're doing with or what you have done with the youtube channel everything like that yeah i mean when the first time i went away i did a written blog but i'm not that good at writing uh, and I just did it just to keep people at home, you know, people that I've connected to on the journey and at home, wanted to just keep them up to date, man, and just see what this crap's getting up to. Um, and obviously that got cut short because I had to move home from Asia uh, because of the C word. Um, but I've decided to to carry on getting on adventures and 
document them and video on them because I'm learning a skill. I'm learning how to edit videos and how to shoot and we're still really, really poor. They're getting better, I think, but the you know, it's just the process. And yeah, I love traveling. For me, traveling is is one of the best things you can do. I know it's not for everyone, um, but it it is for me. And the reason I like it is because when you're in a new place constantly every other day or every other week when you're moving around and you're backpacking, you've got no time for anxiety. You've got no time for depression. You've got no time for your past stories because you are in the present moment. You're constantly seeing new things in awe of new things, mountains, volcanoes, beautiful architecture, culture that's so different from ours. You know, you see some really poor families and it really hits you, man. But some of these guys, most of these guys are happier than most of us in the West, man. Let me tell you that. And that's because they've just got such a simple life. I love traveling because I love learning about new cultures and meeting people. And yeah, I'm always going to travel, man. Always. Um, you can see the YouTube channel. I don't have that many subscribers just yet. Um, but yeah, I'm going to continue to do it. And I think this is aligned quite nicely with what I'm doing now because I'm going to put my my bushcraft, my wilderness therapy journey uh, through YouTube. So and I'm hopefully inspire people to just get out and and again just connect with the nature and with themselves what we'll do is um from our side is we'll create a post after this and uh, we'll put a link out for people to be able to watch and to subscribe onto your youtube channel as well and to obviously share that journey with you um so yeah is uh I, I, that it pretty much is taking us to the end of today's show how 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 was that yeah, it's good. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. It's <laughs> um, like having a chat with me, mate, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is, it is that. Um, was there anything uh, that you haven't been able to talk about that you would like the opportunity to talk about right now? I think we covered it all, man. I just want I just want to reiterate the importance of the wilderness. And I want to direct people to Mr. David Amber, of course, who's just joined Instagram and he got like six million followers in like a yeah. Hour. What a guy, man. You know, he's, he's old and he's using the, what life he has left to try and impact us and, and really change the way we think and the way we perceive nature. And I just want to say that we're not separate from it. We're part of it. And it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. And let's start being a little bit more self-aware. I'm not saying everyone should go bloody vegan because, you know, I'm not vegan. I like to eat meat. I'm cutting down because I'm aware of the industry and the, and the problem it has on the planet. But just remember that we are part of nature. And yeah. Connect back to it, man. Let's let's make that connection again. And make, it just fills you with so much happiness, and and when you when you realise it, I guess. And if um, if anybody wanted to find further information on uh, wilderness therapy, um, where can you direct them? Right, cool. Yeah, so I've, I've actually already recommended it to a few friends of mine. This is the first time it's been run this course, and I just want to—I'm not sure whether they'll see this. I might send it to them, but I want to thank uh, Robin and Bridget, who are the course facilitators and years and years of experience like robin went on a vision quest over in, in nate with some native americans and he brought all this all this knowledge back and then it was broken down by himself and his and his wife who is a psychotherapist so this is why it's all backed by theory and i just want to thank them um they're called eqe outdoors and they're going to be running this training now and I, I encourage anyone that's interested. Like I say, it's great for school. Te we had school teachers on the course. We had therapists. We had bushcraft experts who have never done anything therapeutic in their life. And it just kind of brought us all together and we helped each other kind of different aspects of it. But 
it's for anyone this it really is for anyone and i encourage anyone that is interested to reach out to myself or to eq outdoors and and, and start your journey because there'll be there'll be so much in there that is transferable to, to many different roles and industries what we'll also do is we'll post a link to eqe outdoors for uh, the viewers and listeners at home so they can obviously get some more information about wilderness therapy and obviously learn more about eqe outdoors as well um so yeah what a brilliant episode it's been absolutely amazing it's been amazing just to see you again to be fair so yeah um one of the things that obviously we talked about as well and obviously for the viewers at home um and the listeners obviously one of the things that Spillet will be doing, I forgot to actually say this in the announcement section, but Spillet is actually uh, going to be moving, not away, we're going to be including it. Um, so Spillet has been going down the, the route of doing, obviously, interviews and one-on-one interviews uh, like this for a while. And already we have been accepted to run documentaries. So we will be running documentaries now as well. Absolutely epic. I can't believe it, to be fair. I'm so excited to do it. Um, but we'll be getting in touch with different businesses and um, different events and things like that and actually running full-on documentaries via the Spillet channel and obviously under the Rights Experience umbrella. And we've had a chat, haven't we, Luke, about uh, when you are ready and obviously up and running and all that lot, one of the things that we will be doing will be running a full documentary on wilderness therapy because i just think it's really really interesting and uh, i hope that you will be you know a massive part of that um yeah, that, that that documentary so yeah absolutely um scott just asked what, what the channel is there and i actually don't know my youtube channel because I've, I've not got many subscribers like i say but if you go into my instagram uh at indigenous ross you can then follow the link to my youtube and come with me on the journey man happy to have you yeah, uh, we will, as I say, we will post the link out as well um, so people can get that link. Um, but yes, you can see everything to do with Luke and his journeys and everything that he posts over on Instagram. And it's at Indigenous Ross. So all you have to do is go into Instagram. If you have that Instagram, you can do that. Uh, go on there. What we'll also do is we'll post a link to that on the Spill It page as well. So we'll post a link of the YouTube channel, the Instagram page, and also EQE Outdoors. Um, right. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, takes us to the end of today's show. Um, before I let you go, Luke, every single week, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote, something that they stand by, live by. It can be something that they've made up or it could be something that they've heard. Uh, anything that they want to. And it should be a quote that people should take away from today's show. Have you got a quote in mind? I have. Uh, it's a quote, a quote by Ram Dass. And if you don't know who Ram Dass is, he was a psychology professor in Harvard and loads of different schools were kind of after him. And he went on a journey of self-discovery into India and became somewhat of a, a teacher, let's say. And he says one thing that really resonates with me and it's, we're all just walking each other home. And that's it. Absolutely. Absolutely love that. Go well, but I just love the sound of that. I, I genuinely love that quote. Uh, we were talking about it before the uh, before the show as well on the pre-show. Um, yeah, I genuinely love this. From your experience and from your perspective, um, just explain this quote. Um, it just really resonates with me, man. Like, 
it's most simplistic literal form you know go just kind of thinking about my past when you've got um when you've been really drunk and you're at a club or whatever and <laughs> someone walks you home and they make sure you get home safe you know they, they get a taxi for you or whatever um it's just people looking out for each other and you know it, it's just it just resonates with me a lot and we're all just kind of going as a human race we're going in a direction and we're all going together um sounds pretty hippie and hippy dippy but we just need to make sure we all get home safely. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, we were talking as well um, about the previous show. So uh, over the last few weeks, guys, we've had so many people coming on and talking about mental health issues and things like that. And one of the things that um, we talk about quite often uh, on this show in particular is the image of walking somebody across that bridge and meeting that person halfway. So but rather than saying there is something wrong with you and this is how you're supposed to be feeling. So come and feel this way with me. We need to travel and see that person and help them across that bridge. And I think that that quote um, really, really brings that to life. And obviously it, it just, it reiterates that, that thought of walking with that person and, and, and walking, walking with them. You can't tell somebody how to feel. You can't tell somebody that they need to be over here when they're over here. Walk to that person and help them across that bridge. Help them through their journey. And yeah. that quote is, is, it basically just reiterates that. There's a really interesting lady called Benet Brown. Um, she's a really good speaker. She's a researcher. And her audio books are great because it's, it's almost like stand-up. She's really funny. And she talks a lot about vulnerability and you know being vulnerable and what we've got to do is just like you say meet them at the, at the other end of the bridge we've got to sit in that darkness with them and just let them know that we we, we understand are we trying to understand we're being you know we're show empathy compassion and that alone creates the conditions for growth you know if our base and another thing for wilderness therapy and it aligns with normal therapy is that if our basic needs are met um you know food war shelter all that kind of stuff that really, really allows us to then explore who we are and who we want to be and, and to just grow up as a human being. So, yeah, being being a kind, beautiful human. Yeah, be be a good human. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Man, yeah. Hashtag, that is my hashtag. And do you know what? Next year, I, well, I had a plan for this year, and the plan for this year was that I was going to get a hashtag trending called hashtag don't be a dick, and it was going to be a, um, a like, bullying um like bullying and um it was going to be like linked to like lgbtq plus because i do a lot of work with the lgbtq plus community so it was going to be about uh bullying but not just in school but in the workplace and obviously supporting those in the lgbtq plus community and i was going to get the the hashtag trending uh hashtag don't be a dick and that was going to be the um tagline of this event anyway yeah. so that's going to be the plan for 2021 um, and yeah. so yeah hashtag don't be a dick be a decent human being and go across that bridge and help them over it because we're all just walking each other home. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Uh, Scott, I love this tonight. Ah, cheers, Scott, mate. I miss you, Pop. <laughs> uh, and Caroline is pissing herself laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, takes us to the end of the show. Uh, Emmy has said, I had to skip out for a bit, but I'll definitely be catching up on this. Thank you, Emmy. Thank you. 
Uh, I'm sure Luke appreciates that as well. Don't forget, guys, at the end of this, I will be posting Luke's Instagram. I'll be posting Luke's Facebook, uh, no, uh, YouTube, sorry. And I'll also be posting about EQE, the link for EQE Outdoors, because them three links are important and obviously all linked to this show. Linda says, thanks, Luke. So thanks for there you go. Linda. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Linda also wants hashtag don't be a dick on a t-shirt, which yeah. to be fair, that will happen. Don't worry. I love <laughs> merchandise. So uh, I just, I in, in my head, I had a vision of like 50 to a hundred people walking down the, uh, walking down a street or walking down a road uh, or with like hashtag don't be a dick um, <laughs> <laughs> and banners coming across everybody. I just, I, yeah, that's, that's what I've got in my head. Uh, it will happen. That it will happen. Well, um, so yeah, Right. Okay. That takes us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining in tonight. And thank you, Luke, for coming on the show and being Thanks so open and honest with us and everything. So, yeah. Experience. Thank you. Uh, next week's show. So, on next week's show, we have the one and only Rainbow Runner on the show. You may have seen her on social media. She has been absolutely everywhere. So, uh, she runs around. Lancashire and further afield, dressed in the most brightest rainbow colours ever, just to put a bit of positivity out there and put a smile on people's faces. But she has also been doing a TikTok every single day, dressed to the eyeballs, wearing massive masks of different animals and teddy bears and all that lot, dressed in her rainbow gear, doing funny dances, just to put a smile on people's faces all the way through lockdown. And she will be coming on the show to share her story about running as a rainbow, but then also all of her work that she's been doing during lockdown as well. So, yeah, so she will be coming on the show. We have also got coming up this month, it's going to be an absolutely epic episode because there is going to be a surprise as well. <gasps> but we have got Hush. Hush is our pre-Halloween episode. Yeah, I'm going to say pre-Halloween episode. Hush is an episode that's going to be about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the in particular season four episode, Hush. It is an episode that I watch absolutely every single Halloween without fail, and uh, I get to watch it all with people who are going to appear on the show. We will be doing a watch party beforehand and then do doing a deep dive into that episode. So even if, for instance, you are not, you've never seen an episode of Buffy, this is a standalone episode. You can actually watch it. So if you're wanting to be part of that, let me know. I am creating the group uh, and there will be a surprise for everybody who wants to be part of this episode. So we've got that coming up. We have also got a brand new, no, it's not brand new. It will be brand new. A brand new special. We'll call it a brand new special. We have got a special episode on Halloween night all about the horror genre of the 80s and the 90s. I want to watch some of the greatest horror film classics we've got. Um, like Dawn of the Dead, we've got Nightmare on Elm Street, we've got Friday the 13th, all of that. All of those types of films I want to watch. And we'll be doing a deep dive into those into those films, sorry, on Halloween night. So if you are a horror film fanatic, all you have to do is get in touch with me and you can be appearing on that show as well. And that will be on Halloween night, so October the 31st. And don't forget, October the 31st is the deadline to get in your carved pumpkins. If you do a carved pumpkin of Spill It, the, a teacup in a pumpkin, I think that'd be absolutely epic, you will get an automatic prize from me. But the winner, the overall winner, we will discuss on Halloween night, and you will get a Halloween hamper from me. I think that sounds good. I think that's fair, isn't it, Luke? 
Yeah, I say so. Yeah, you agree. You agree. Right, guys, if you would like tonight's episode, please give it a like. Please give it a share. And also make sure that you have followed the page. It is super, super important because, obviously, we want Facebook to look at this and go, ah, this is good content. Let's share that out. So yeah. make sure that you have liked. Make sure you have commented. Make sure you have, you have shared it. And make sure that you follow the page. We have just reached over 300 followers of Spilling in less than well, it's fifteen. It's fifteen episodes. Six. This is number sixteen. So in fifteen episodes, we've reached over three hundred followers already, and this is episode sixteen. And it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and better as well. And tonight, did you know that tonight we have premiered on Twitch? So we are now streaming live via Facebook, YouTube, and now Twitch. I'll be posting the links for the Facebook page. Obviously, on Facebook, if you're watching it on Facebook, you'll have it anyway. But you'll also, but I'll be posting the link of the Facebook page, the YouTube link, and also Twitch as well. So make sure that you've liked and followed on every single one of those platforms as well. Well, that then takes us to the end. Have you enjoyed yourself? I have, mate. It's been fun. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking forward to the documentary now. <laughs> the documentary is going to be absolutely epic. Uh, Scott's asked, what's the surprise? I don't know what the surprise is, Scott. What's the surprise? You tell me. What's the surprise, Scott? You should know. <laughs> um, so then Emmy says, the subtitles just said, we have a brand new knob. <laughs> but I've got a screenshot in time. <laughs> well, well, we'll rewind it and I'll have a look and we'll post that screenshot out as well uh, with the hashtag, don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, right. Thank you so much, guys, for joining in. Thank you so much, Luke, for being so open and honest with us and for sharing your time with us today. Um, if you've got any questions, guys, for Luke, please make sure that you put them into the comment section because Luke and I can go through the comment section after the live is broadcasted and we can answer your comments. And obviously, don't forget, the live is available to watch anytime. So if you're like Stephen, damn, missed it. You can just press the rewind button and you can watch it from the top. And Scoot, Scoot, and Scoot, <laughs> Scott will be in touch yeah. uh, with Luke to, to discuss the bands. Yeah, and if anyone does, like Scott say, I'm definitely going to go go to Wales and meet him in the van. And if anyone else does what kind of want to meet up and just get out into the wilderness and learn some skills, I'm more than happy to invite anyone along to that. Brilliant. Right. Well, that does take us to the end. Thank you so much for spending time with me, guys. Thank you so much for spilling it uh, with me as well. And we will see you next week. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>